And now, the nations of the world. Brought to you by Yako Warner. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, San Juan, Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, and French Guinea, Barbados, and Guam, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> ringing a bell? No. Norway and Sweden and Iceland and Finland and Germany now in one piece. Switzerland, Austria, Czechoslovakia, Italy, Turkey and Greece. Poland, Romania, Scotland, Albania, Ireland, Russian Oman, Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, Hungary, Cyprus, Iraq and Iran. There's Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Jordan, both Yemen, Kuwait and Bahrain. The Netherlands, Luxembourg, Belgium and Portugal, France, England, Denmark and Spain. India, Pakistan, Burma, Afghanistan, Thailand, Nepal and Bhutan. <laughs> Malaysia, then Bangladesh, Asia, and China, Korea, Japan, Mongolia, Laos, and Tibet, Indonesia, the Philippine Islands, Taiwan, Sri Lanka, New Guinea, Sumatra, New Zealand, the Borneo, and Vietnam, Tunisia, Morocco, Uganda, Angola, Zimbabwe, Djibouti, Botswana, Mozambique, Zimbabwe, Swaziland, Gambia, Guinea, Algeria, Ghana, Burundi, Lesotho, and Malawi, Togo, the Spanish Sahara is gone, Niger, Nigeria, Chad and Liberia, Egypt, Benin and Gabon, Tanzania, Somalia, Kenya, Mali, Sierra Leone and Algiers, Tahomey, Namibia, Senegal, Libya, Cameroon, Congo, Zaire, Ethiopia, Guinea-Bissau, Madagascar, Rwanda, Moor and Cayman, Hong Kong, Abu Dhabi, Qatar, Yugoslavia, Crete, Mauritania, then Transylvania, Monaco, Liechtenstein, Malta, and Palestine, Fiji, Australia, Sudan. Boom! It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Is my hair okay today? Uh, it looks very with flat. With the hat on, yeah. All right. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast. I am your uh, numero uno host, Gary Copeland Boyd. That's my married name. Oh, it's hyphenated because I hate the patriarchy. And I'm joined today by my co-host. I am how Gary uh, pronounces Tanzania. I am Tanzana Gavin. <laughs> Tanzana! Because during that thing, there were so... Fact, so many fuck-ups. Listen back to that and l- <laughs> let me know no. how many countries Gary said wrong. I Because the one I love was Tanzana. And I was, I was going to step in, but I didn't want to step on your feet. But It's a lot to do. One, it's a lot to do. I think, in fact, you should do it again. Two, my geography is not that good. Anyway, I'm just remembering... You don't need good I'm geography. just remembering the song from the Animaniacs. You don't need good geography to pronounce the country's name. You don't need good geography to know where a country is. Yes, you do. Well, fucking whatever. What are we doing today, Tanzania? We're doing... Gavstana. Tasmanian devil. I'm Gav. A, I'm a little naughty devil. I'm Tanzania. I'm Tanzania devil, Gavin. Why? Here's a quick question before we get started. You literally went, what's the topic? I, I know, I know. To but say I, it something, you... I said Tasmanian devil, and I've got a new thought in my head. You rolled right over me. Gotta get on, I gotta get out. Why in the, like... Two, 90s and 2000s were so many women getting Tweety Pie and Tasmanian Devil tattoos. That's true. The, not only that. Weird, right? But it's like the t-shirts for Tasmanian Devil and Tweety Pie, I feel like were more than like Bugs Bunny and all that. They were the original minions. What, Tweety Pie and, or just the yeah. Looney Tunes? Well, like, you know now, you can see like, like your 
aunt or your like mum's mate or like an older woman who uses Facebook exclusively, and, and they and they claim that they're not addicted to their phones, but they also have one of them like flappy. They like their phones in one of them yep. flappy open and things. they've got their and cards in there. In their cards in there, and they're constantly scrolling through. Facebook. All they do is Facebook. They don't do YouTube. Facebook Candy Crush. That's their life, right? Facebook safe and easy. So they're the kind of women that are like, lol, this is so me, four love heart emojis and three kisses. And then it's a picture of a minion and the minion's like grumpy looking and it's like, don't talk to me. So I've had my morning coffee and the minion's wearing a wedding dress and holding a football or some fucking match. You know what I mean? Like none of the photo makes any sense. And the most enraging thing is it gets such high engagement. (laughs) Crazy engagement. (laughs) Well, there's like... A thousand likes and two hundred and two comments. Yeah, and you're just like, but it's it, all mams. It's all mams with their phones, just being like every one of them sharing it, and then all their mams are sharing. It's like a like a pyramid scheme of fucking minion memes. I just had the greatest idea ever, which is we of course want to grow this podcast, <laughs> so we should just start invading these mum Facebook groups and just slowly like trying we to change. We change the name of the podcast to Minions Memes. Meandering Minions Memes. Meandering Minions Memes. We then, we just post nothing but that on our social media. Mm-hmm. Nothing but them. But join we always the gr- put our link in the... And join groups. And join groups. Absolutely. Anyway, my point was that pre-Minion Memes, Tasmanian Devil Tweety Pie with a like, Tweety Pie wearing like a gangster outfit and his arms would be crossed and it would say something like, don't mess with my kids or I'll kill or you. Or the Tasmanian Devil's in like a biker outfit, his sunglasses yeah. and... And then women just had it like tattooed on them with their son's name in cursive underneath. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> like, Jonathan. Why? Jonathan 1993. And you're like, what? why do you need ta- Tweety Pie on your What does that have that? to do with anything to do with Jonathan? I don't understand why those Looney Tunes were the two. I don't understand why it was... Because think of all the Looney Tunes. Where was the Yosemite Sands? Where was the Foghorn Leghorns? Oh, where was the I want to Le Pews? I want to meet the... the- like the 40 to 50 year old mother who has Martian, like the Martian guy. Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Is it Martian no, wait, Ma- no, it's Ma- Marvin the Mar- Ma- Martian Manhunter is the green cunt from DC Comics. <laughs> Look, you just went the green cunt. <laughs> he is a green cunt. You don't cunt. often say that word, but well, you know. But you, you saved it for Martian Manhunter from, <laughs> from DC. Known to be a top cunt. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. Um, yeah. Anyway, my point being, it's a weird, it's just weird. Just weird. But Tweety Pie and Tasmanian Devil were the if you tattoo have, choice of... If you have a Tasmanian Devil or Tweety Pie tattoo... I, I, I want to add an addendum to this. I do not want a fresh, cool, good-looking tattooed. If you are 30-plus with a faded, old-looking Tweety Pie... Or know pie, someone who is this. Or Tasmanian Devil, with a bit of text or like a love heart or some shit like that on it, please send us a picture. I'd love it if there's someone out there called Jonathan whose mum has this tattoo. And he's just like, what the f- are they looking in in my life? <laughs> but it's so weird. The minute you said that, I just went, you're right. It looked just <laughs> boom in my head. I'm just like, I've forgotten that entire thing, but that was such a thing for such a long time. Really weird. Did you have a lot of like Looney, well, some point gets the topic. Did you have a lot of Looney Tunes t-shirts or like, like, I had Looney Tunes memorabilia. Like, hats, t-shirts. Yeah, Looney Tunes were big. Like, huge when we were growing up. Spa- like, I mean, Space Jam existed. Yeah, and obviously the stuff with um, Michael Jordan and Space Jam, and then... That's exactly what I just said, you fucking No, weeb. but they had a thing with Michael... They had they had a thing with Michael Jordan before they did Space Jam. Did they? Yeah. There was a whole market. That. Like, they used to be in, like, Burger King ads and, like, insurance ads, and then Michael Jordan did an advert with the Looney Tunes. If you were making a Looney Tunes advert for insurance, which characters would you use? Yosemite Sam. 
Would you use your 70 cents? And he like shoots himself in the foot. Then and I then it's like a really long advert where he has to go through the entire hospital process mm. and he's like really worked up. And it's like this soft voice who's like, don't worry, Yosemite Sam, because you have insurance with Medicaid. Yeah. And because you show yourself in the foot, your insurance policy will cover you up to an excess of 500,000 pounds. Or you could do Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, but Daffy Duck has got road rage, crashes into Bugs Bunny, and Bugs Bunny's like, how do I solve this car insurance situation? And then like, That's a good one. Go compare. Go compare. I would do Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner. And like Wile E. Coyote throws his back out when he's setting up a trap. And then it's like, if you've hurt yourself on the job, get in touch with direct line insurance. And then for you the money. For a no, no, no win, no fee. <laughs> I also want to do one with Marvin, uh, Marvin the Mar- Martian, where it's just like, "Are you a top quality cunt? Come get insurance with us." And it's just him going, "I'm a cunt." He's <laughs> painted green, painted green. And then Martian Manhunter from the Zack Snyder like universe comes in, and he goes, "I support this cunt." He's <laughs> like, a good cunt. This little guy's a good cunt. What are we doing today, Gav? So I. <laughs> So, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll apologize now. I mean, you're going to do this four more times before we actually Ooh. get to start the topic. I recently watched the movie Trading Places, starring Dan Aykroyd and uh, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. directed by John Landis, I believe, uh, which is awkward because, you know, of his past and his awful son. Um, Wait, what did John Landis do? He was filming... I've told you this. This is on another podcast episode. Where, like, um, They were filming the Twilight movie and... Helicopter fell and killed two oh, extras, yeah. women and a child, and there was a massive legal lawsuit, and yeah, it yeah. was all paid outside of court, and he kind of got away with it. Yeah. So yeah, bad guy, but Trading Place is a good movie. So woo, you know, uh, but the idea of that movie is that Eddie Murphy uh, is homeless, and Dan Aykroyd is a wealthy billionaire, and two other maniacal billionaires decide they want to discover if it's nature or nurture uh-huh. that gets someone to where they are. So they decide to construct an idea where Eddie Murphy will be given the billionaire lifestyle and Dan Aykroyd will be made homeless and how will they uh, survive in this situation? Why would Dan Aykroyd agree to this? Neither of them agree to it. They're forced into it. Like they, they pin... Wait, what? They, like they put drugs on him right. and put money in his pocket. Who the like, fuck are these Illuminati Ulam- weirdos? They're, that- just, they're two guys who own the, like, the biggest company in the How world. How much is the bet for? Uh, One dollar. That's the whole thing. Fuck off. The whole thing in the movie. Fuck is, off. This is. Yep. Go watch Shitting Places, is, by the way. You're lying. Trading I don't believe places, anything you're telling Trading me. Shitting Places is great. But while watching Shitting Places, I, of course, I've had a couple of beverages. One beverage. And yeah, I, that's when I start to fire out when your neurons are slowly dying. And, so- and a bad idea <laughs> seems like a good one. And you write it down on your little podcast nope. note sheet. And so I had the idea what if we did a Trading Places scenario, but we took characters from different movies and swapped them into the other movies. Like, so for example, you could do um you could do Finding Nemo, yeah. i.e. Nemo, and John Wick. So, so John Wick goes into Finding Nemo. That's a fucking terrible Finding Nemo goes terrible into- ex- Shut up. That's a terrible example. Why would you pick those two characters? What's the fucking No, because like one, Nemo dies, he's out of water. Done. Yeah. Two, John Wick drowns. Actually, wait, no, it's, it's fucking worse than that. John Wick doesn't just drown. You cram Keanu Reeves into a fucking dentist fish tank, and then he just drowns and swells and scares children as they walk in to get braces. It's just him pressed up against the glass. 
all, all of the fish pressed <laughs> up against the glass. Gail and the starfish are all just like, please, please take this giant body out. Also, it's the idea of like- He'd when be all ne- swollen. Nemo's dad finally gets to the, the place where Nemo <laughs> is. He's like, this is where he is. And it's just this long-haired man, just like- Drowned and dead, and he's like his face is really swollen by that point because it's been like weeks at that point. Really swollen, he's unidentifiable. He's like, Where the fuck is my son? Well, <laughs> and then you cut, then you cut to John Wick, and a little Russian maniac punts a dog, looks down, sees a fish, and he just goes Ugh, and walks away. <laughs> and the movie ends. <laughs> this is a terrible podcast idea. I've just proven it. That's but fun. <laughs> So we can do better ones than that. So like in classic format, um, Gary's got three ideas. I I have three ideas. We're going to present these ideas to each other and make comedy out of it. I don't know his. He doesn't know mine. Neither of which of us, neither of us are going to be doing Finding Nemo and John Wick because as we've just learned, that comes to a very sad end very quickly for (laughs) everyone involved. (laughs) It's it's the idea that... (coughs) Either <laughs> it's, it's, a grown man can't fit in a fish tank. It's, it's just, he's so squished it's in there. Visualizing like John Wick's just like and he's like, he's the next one, boop, and he's just like, <laughs> or he materializes at the bottom of the ocean and he's just like, boop. Well, and then gets scooped up by a fish net and then <laughs> a diver, because it's P. Sherman, is in Finding Nemo. It's actually the dentist that scoops up Nemo. Yeah. So then he's like. Pulls him up into his little boat, and it's a full-grown man. And John Wick's like, thank you. And he's like, shh, 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 shh. You're going to look great in my, in my fish It's actually It's actually a far more terrifying film. Also, the idea of like a fish just like chasing down your family, like the Baba Yaga, but it's a clownfish. Not just a clownfish, a teeny clownfish with a fucked-up fin. And he's doing gun cat. Is that what we call it now? Gun Carter? I think that's what it was called in the movie Equilibri- Equilibrium, right. starring Christian Bale, where it's not like... Gun Fu? I think it was Gun Carter, was it not? I have no idea. I've never heard of either. I think times. it was the fighting style they kind of came up with that, where it's like using guns as part of the fighting method, and that's kind of what John Wick does, where he fights with the gun, you know? Everybody was Kung Fu fighting at one point in the 80s. I wanted to be Kung Fu. See... Both 80s and 90s, when like Keanu Reeves, and I've said this many times, when he wakes up in the Matrix and he says, I know Kung Fu, as a child, I would go to bed. Well, I've not said this part, but I wanted to wake up knowing Kung Fu. I wanted to, like, I sleep, I wake up, I know Kung Fu. I still do not know Kung Fu, and I'm way too old to learn how to do Kung Fu. No, you're not. I can't sit down sometimes without hurting myself. We could both go do Kung Fu lessons. Do you want to? Sure. I'll sign up for some Kung Fu. I'll come over there and do Kung Fu right now. No, don't do Kung Fu. No, he's coming. Everyone, help. No. No. Ow. Okay, you can't make those noises. That's racially insensitive. You hit my ear and it hurt. I didn't hit your I think I know what you hit. You've been Kung Fu'd, motherfucker. I was like to point out your Kung Fu is so sad and old. <laughs> like, yeah. You I was going to get on top of you and wrestle you down, well, but no one I, wants I thought that. you wouldn't want that. This comes into a different kind of podcast. Uh, do you want to go first? Or should I go first? Yeah, you go first. My first Because I just did fucking... Categories <laughs> yeah, yours is going to be dog shit. Mine, I put a bit of thought into mine. I don't believe When that. you said you had an example for the listeners, I didn't know you were going to pick the worst example possible. But it really sets the... Like what the sets a tone of what could happen, which is a man could get pumped into a fish tank. Okay, so in the advent of avoiding that off yes. the bat, I'm going for 
Truman from The Truman Show. Yeah. Jim Carrey. Yeah. And I decided to keep him... I don't want him to be put in a position where he would be... Like, people would realize, oh, wait, you're not the person that was here a minute ago. So I'm going to switch him with Robotnik from the Sonic universe. <laughs> okay. Both played by... Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. So now we have Jim... Now we have Dr. Robotnik in the Truman Show. The question I need to ask you here... <coughs> I'm sorry, I've laughed so much already, my throat's wheezy. Um, the question I need to ask you here, has Robotnik been in the Truman Show since he was a baby, like the Truman Show? No, I think it's... Um, similar to Finding Nemo and Canaries, they're just, they just boop. they're going about their day, and the next minute materialize somewhere else. So okay. Truman Show is like he wakes up and he goes uh, that whole. Um, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good, good morning, evening. and good night. And why would he say good afternoon first? Good morning, good afternoon. He says good morning, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. So as he says that, poof, he's then in Sonic World. Yeah, and then when it comes to Robotnik. I want Robotnik from Sonic 2 when he looks like Robotnik with the crazy mustache and the bald head. There's also, there's more fun in that from him. So it's when he comes back to Air. Okay, he goes through the portal in Sonic 2. Comes out in Truman Show. Comes out in Truman Show. He doesn't realize that he's not gone back to his Earth. He's ended up in and, and, inside the Truman Show. Yes. Okay. And Truman has come out into Air. So Robotnik presumably would think, oh, fuck, I've gone into a universe, not my home one, but mm. a universe that's trapped in this dome. It's like Universe 42 or something. Because he's going to know instantly <laughs> he's gonna know instantly that like something's not right because he's lived a normal life also prior he's in a dome world yeah that's what i mean it would just be like oh okay i've, I've accidentally fallen into dome world I'm- i f- i feel like f- for robotnik and truman's show the first thing he's gonna do is take over dome world <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> how long will it take Robotnik to fully take over Dome World? Well, here, how he, long until who is it up in the fucking Ed Harris? Is up Ed, how long until Ed Harris is like, I've lost control of this? <laughs> well, because <laughs> you, you'll know more about Robotnik, but Robotnik is obviously he's a very smart man. He's a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. He's a genius. So within the confines of what he has in Dome World. <laughs> Which is a lot of like, which is a lot of electrical equipment, film, TV cameras, and stuff, and, and like, and and thin partition walls that aren't that are regularly, as we saw in the Truman Show, regularly they fuck up and accidentally leave open yes. like exit ways into green rooms and shit. I also feel like once he's in there, like Ed Harris will have to go into like panic mode of just like contain and Robotnik obviously doesn't want to be contained he wants to rule the world but it's just a bunch of extras because and, and because because I've chosen both Jim Carrey's they might just be like but he looks what? like Robotnik yeah no I know but they might just be like what the fuck has Truman done yeah well, okay when, like when did Truman grow that mustache what, and shave why, his head like is he doing a cosplay thing does he think it's ha- Ed Harris to be like or oh, maybe he thinks it's Halloween um, everyone, Halloween mode, Halloween mode, Halloween mode. And so then Robotnik's surrounded by like Frankensteins and ghosts and vampires. And because Truman Show's in the real world, one extra might turn up as like a full-grown Sonic. You might be like, oh yeah, like my kids are playing this on the Sega at the moment. Um, you're, you're Robotnik, right? And he'll be like, yes, I'm Robotnik. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why are you dressed like that idiot, idiotic blue hedgehog? And then... Yeah, would probably oh, construct some... He kills a kid because he thinks it's Sonic. He'd probably kill a kid. Definitely. Actually, he definitely... Were there any kids in the Truman Show? Hmm. Were there kids in the Truman Show? There's a lot Truman, of adults. I guess Truman was probably the only kid. 
can't have been though. That doesn't make any sense. When he's growing up, but then once he transitions out, there doesn't need to be kids. I like how it's a transitioned out of what childhood. Transitioned out of childhood. Into a teenagerhood. <laughs> I can't remember if there's children. I don't think But if is. it's Halloween, you need kids to do trick-or-treating you for do. Halloween. So Ed Harris gets like detour some school buses. Yeah. To the set. That sounds so like it's scary. He's up there. He's freaking out. He's gone into Halloween mode. Robotnik has instantly been like, okay, so I'm in Domeland. <laughs> I'm in Domeland. I love how it's Domeland. I'm in Domeland. <laughs> These people are all dressed up. That guy's dressed up like that fucking hedgehog that I hate. So then he'd know that the hedgehog exists in some form. So he'd probably be like, I need to find that energy source. But I think it's also the danger that he'll, but he won't know that the hedgehog isn't there, which then frees him up to take over the world because he's not going to be held back by Sonic. But he doesn't have the Once power. Once he gets out the dome. He doesn't I think have it, the power. But then he, like, think of all those fucking robots he had. Like the drones and stuff. <laughs> like before the Sonic power. I, I think he's, like, <coughs> he's going to run into the house that he has. Halloween people, like, goblins and vampires beating at the doors. Like, ah! Like, yeah, because that, that, there's that bit in the Truman Show when they're like, right, we've got to go on the hunt for Truman, and then the whole town goes, yeah. like... Into search and destroy search mode. Search and destroy mode. So that, I, I think Ed Harris is, like, Halloween, probably then very quickly realises, like, oh, wait, no, this... This isn't my Truman. This isn't my Truman. Truman, why is he like constructing little robots out of street lamps and shit? And then at one point, the garage, there's going to be like, what's that noise? And then like a like a weird lawnmower like robot thing. He's going to drive out of the, the fucking... With, and he's fashioned it into his fucking Robotnik face. Yes. I don't know why Robotnik's obsessed with making things that look like him, but he fucking loves it. <laughs> fucking loves Giant it. Giant fucking robot has to have my mustached face. Has to have my mustached face. Yeah, drives out of the garage on that, mows over a couple of people <laughs> as he goes. It's like that scene in The Happening where just like the lawnmower <laughs> just runs the guy over. And then... uh yeah, probably within. We know there is an exit, so he's going to try and find the exit. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think he'd find the exit fairly quickly within, because I think the extras would just be like, "Holy fuck, Truman! Please don't kill!" Like, because they break really quickly in the fucking film when Truman starts acting crazy and he grabs the knife. Does he grab a knife? And then the actor that's meant to be his wife yeah. is like, "Please help me!" Yeah. And he's like. Who are you shouting on? Like, you? So I think the, the extras very quickly would just break and be like, well, all right, all right, Truman, yeah. you've, cl- you've clearly lost the fucking plot. Extra step out, security step seven. We're out, which is then going to be worse. Is it worse or better? Would they shoot him? Do you think they shoot their like primo asset? No, I think they're, they're out to incapacitate, not uh, kill. How many robots do we think Robotnik's is made out of? I think so out, of, out of camera equipment. I think he's just got the lawnmower machine at this point, <laughs> which is very limited in what it can do. But he's also limited in what he has. But he's still a genius. But he is a genius. He is a great. He's a super genius. I think he gets out. I think I don't know how he gets out. Maybe he like yeah rides his lawnmower machine directly towards security. They're tasing him. That somehow powers him up. A powers up the lawnmower machine. It powers up the lawnmower like machine. A Power Ranger like fucking Zorg. It just starts to like grow. Run. So then he's like run. It takes over him. He's like in the machine. Runs towards security. Probably just busts out of the wall of the dome. I like the idea though that he thinks the dome world is the limit of what this world oh, is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So then he, when he takes so I like the idea that he takes over Dome World from Ed Harris and stops. <laughs> and just stop. I mean, yeah. and then, he's like he runs down security. He he inc- he incapacitates all the security. But the moment he gets one taser, he's just like tasing every fucker. Takes over Dome World 
And then, yeah, it's just like, well, it's not... What is it fucking in Sonic Land? It's not Sunnyville High Valley, whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. But I guess it's home. And then Ed Harris is up in his moon like, what the f- Best season finale ever! <laughs> and then he tries to make a contract with Robot. And he's like, so next season, what are you thinking? He's like, what are you talking about next season? Like, this is my world. Get away from me, you puny idiot. You bold idiot. Grow some hair. Bold, thi- bold is my thing. <laughs> um, so... Meanwhile, Robotnik takes over Domeland. And stops. And stops. And then, meanwhile, Truman... Truman just goes on with his life. <sighs> just lives the most... I think Truman has a... I actually think Truman has a worse time. How could he have a worse time? Okay, so Truman comes through the portal in back into future, technically, future world. He's no longer in his little dome. Yeah. But he is... If we're going for Sonic 2 wanted by the government if i remember correctly because he turned on them at the end of sonic one yes so without genius he's on the run again without genius intellect level getting away from the the future government because it's not just ed harris in domeland it's like he's in the future technically with and not just our future like sci-fi future sci-fi sonic future i think he's gonna get i think sonic would get pinged tails would be like Eggman's just turned back up in our land. Sonic would go spinball him in the balls or face. <laughs> Truman incapacitated instantly. Imprisoned in like the most high security <laughs> prison we have. Supermax. And Truman's just like, I wish I'd stayed in Truman world. I wish I'd stayed in Domeland. That prison was it because he's gone from one prison to another. Out, he'd be he'd be in his prison cell on his like very thin mattress, and he'd just be like. Out of the frying pan into the fire, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. He's gone from like, I had a wife and a job and I could travel around this wee world to I'm in a supermax prison with other Sonic villains, I guess. Like, who are the other Sonic villains that could be in there? Shadow. But then Shadow. that's, but then. He'd be like, what the fuck is that thing? That's his origin story. To become the new Robotnik. Robotnik 2. Two Botnik. And then, then we have a multiverse of Sonics. Oh, or multiverse. Don't stop with the multi. We don't need multiverse. It's what everyone wants, Gary. It's what the people <laughs> want. It's what the movie studios think we want. Oh, I don't even think that happens. I like I'm gonna cut it at, I, I th- I'm okay. cutting it at Truman gets put in in hypermax, thin thin mattress, you maybe two meals a day, he one maybe hour doesn't of exercise. Become Robotnik, but he he becomes- might get jacked. I think he gets jacked, shaves his head. I think that's he, what they share. In he common. becomes a new supervillain for Sonic, but like a Jack, just yoked, just a fucking yoked. Because he'd be like, "I was free, head. and then you put me in here by ball tapping me a million miles an hour." <laughs> <laughs> so that's no. his his <laughs> his balls have popped <laughs> because your balls your balls can't handle that, man. Sonic's <laughs> Sonic's like boo, 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 spins in a little ball, hits him in the scrotum a million miles an hour and it's just it's like he's like Hitler <laughs> he's Hitler too <laughs> electric boogaloo that's why he's against Sonic because he's like you took my balls <laughs> <laughs> so Robotnik has a fine time and uh, Robotnik has a great Truman time Truman does not Truman has a bad time no balls yoked as fuck shaves his head if he ever gets out of Hypermax Maybe, maybe a slight inconvenience to Sonic again. Yeah. But right now, it's just in, tra- in prison. Uh, there you go. I've traded places once. That went a lot better than 
Keanu Reeves and Finding Nemo. This next one, Keanu Reeves in a fish tank. This next one might go along the same lines of oh. my original example. So I'm thinking Will Smith's character from Wild Wild West. Okay, so so 1850s lawman. Was he a lawman or was I he a, a I think, yeah, he was like a police officer. He was, he was a lawman, right? Like shit, like yeah, worked yeah. for the government, you know. Yeah. So Will Smith, Wild Wild West, and. <laughs> Manny from Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. We need a, the one rule we got to add here. I think is that Manny from Ice Age, when he comes to 1850s Wild Wild, oh, no, I think you fucked it again. I'm trying to make this work, but I think you've got a frozen Will Smith, and I think you've got a heat death mammoth. No, I think the mammoth would be fine with it. Also, the other thing is, you think you think the mammoth built for the Ice Age would be fine in 1850s greenhouse America in the Wild West where there is no cover and just sun beating down day after day. Another question before I answer that question. Can Manny talk? That was that was where I was going, and then my brain jumped ahead to be like, I think he's dead. It doesn't even matter if we can talk. But I was going to say, I think for this, he needs to be able to talk. I think I think but, but I don't think in the original films that the humans could understand the ice ages but I think for us it's funnier it's funnier if they can so do you want maybe start- maybe during the teleportation process we just stick a little translator in Manny's neck so we we start with Manny and well will west dead <laughs> <laughs> okay no all right all right so we ignore let's say we shave him as well to give him a fighting chance oh god this says we have to we have to shave him or he's gonna die a heat you keep shaving so many people by the way like truman got his head shaved like what's going on stop shaving people we have to shave manny we actually have to i just it's it's kind of a horrifying idea of like manny just like oh where am i then he gets like kind of roped down like he's a buffalo shaved and then probably put into a circus injected in his neck no, it's not. It's not as bad as that because he gets dumped out next to Kevin Costner. No, it's not Kevin Costner. It's um, what's his name? Kevin Costner. It's not Kevin Costner. Well, well, West. It's um, Salma Hayek and Kevin something. Kevin Costner. It's not Kevin Costner. It is it's not Kevin Sp- Spinelli. Is no. it Spinelli? It's not Spacey. It's not Spacey. There's not that many Kevins in Hollywood. Oh, West. Um, McAllister. Kevin Klein. Klein. Yes, so you got Will Smith, Kevin Klein, Kenneth Branagh, Selma Hayek. Okay, so Mammoth Mammoth appears next to Kevin Klein. Yes. Kevin Klein is like, dear God, is that an elephant in my train carriage? <laughs> oh yeah, because they're on the train. Because they're on the train. Manny is and then... then and wait, Manny- <laughs> before they do anything, Selma Hayek's butt's out and Manny goes, nice butt. <laughs> well, you've you've you've, un- you've undersold it. Manny's like, oh, nice butt, Selma Hayek. Because <laughs> he's fucking Ray Romano. <laughs> oh, you're now doing the Ray Romano <laughs> <laughs> impression for the rest of this fucking segment. <laughs> so then, please don't do your Will Smith though. I think so. Then I think Kevin Klein and Manny the. Once they've once he's established that Manny can talk, I think Kevin Klein would be like, "Oh no, cool." He'd be inclined. He would be inclined to try to, and get Manny back to where he's from. I think, or to oh, get. I think he'd take him with him. I think he'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I'll take an elephant, a talking elephant with me. That's great." Mammoth, uh, mammoth. Well, once you've shaved it, that's not how it works, isn't it? No. 
I think it is. I don't think if you shave a mammoth, it's then just an automatically an elephant. What shape is a mammoth? Well, draw if I, if you were going to draw a mammoth without the hair, what shape would you? Still what would you start? What would you start? <laughs> elephant. An elephant. It's a hairy elephant, Gav. That's what a mammoth is. Oh no. Yeah. An elephant. Is, shave a chimp, or you got no an elephant. A mammoth came first, so an elephant is just a bald mammoth. All right. Yeah, I'll take that. Anyway, Manny's a mammoth, and I. Th- if we're going with, he takes Manny on the mission with him yep. to save Kevin Klein's like we got. So I, let's. I think he's. I don't know why I've decided this because Truman Show we put in like the beginning and then Robotnik we put in the sequel. So we're just picking the funniest points. I think the funniest point is them on the train to the final fight against the spider. But no, they're not on the. No, they're in the flying machine. Even better. So Manny's materializes on the flying machine oh, with no. Kevin Klein. Oh no, Kevin Klein. I can't <laughs> fly. <laughs> Mammoths mammoth aren't supposed to fly. <laughs> and Kevin Klein's just like, oh dear God. Oh, oh it's, a, it's, a, it's a shaved, weirdly stubbly elephant. <laughs> They're going to crash immediately. Yep. Let's say they crash onto the spider. Okay. Then, of, then, then that at least gets us to where we need to Because <laughs> then we can have Kenneth Branagh with his old timey accent talking uh-huh. like a man. Oh, because what's Kevin Klein's character's name? I've just already taken it away. Yeah. Come on, you I'm, had it up. I brought it, I took it down though. He'd be, because I've got it. I know exactly what he's going to say. Kevin character was uh, Artemis Garden. So Kenneth Branagh would be all like, Oh, Artemis, I see you have a, a discarded your other lawman in favour for this uh, shaved elephant. I love that his character's name, Kenneth Banner's one is Dr. Alice Loveless. <laughs> Loveless because he had no uh, penis because he'd been cut off at the, at the base, remember? Maybe he cuts off the mammoths. No, um, that's... Sorry, that is the joke. That's a joke in Wild West when Will Smith's giving it all like, oh, they call you Loveless for a reason, yo. <laughs> and he's like... Doesn't he then make a joke that I can still go down a ladies, so it's fine? I think so. Yeah. Wild, Wild West is a weird Fucking <laughs> weird movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Andy Brown is giving the whole, like, I'm going to have a, that elephant dick for myself. I see you got rid of the other guy and brought a mammoth with you. Yep. And mammoth then, Manny crashes onto the, the kind of bridge area of the spider. And he the whole time he's just like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm too big. <laughs> what if it, we go real dark though? He crashes us, like they crash onto it. Someone just turns around and just gunshots him to the head. <laughs> the fucking elephant? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a mammoth loose. Oh, your fuck. No, do you know what would happen? I've just realized. Because Kenneth Brand is like an old timey, like a, a Western prospector he type. Wants to, like- He'd be like, that's a lot of ivory I see over there. Holy moly. I'm going to get me some extra. That's like mining gold in the and then West Olden dude. He does the spider legs thing out of his wee wheelchair. <laughs> and then it's mammoth versus Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. Absolutely. And who wins that fight? The elephant? Has to be the, the elephant. You stomp him. He's just half a man. He would just like use his trunk to like throw him about and tusk him and shit yeah like he gets no yeah he gets up on his little spider leg chair and he'd get as big as he can and manny would just be like oh, i don't really want to do this today and he'd grab him with his trunk and just lift him out the chair <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> it's like hulk with loki <laughs> and, just, bang, 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 and what, what i love the entire time kevin klein is just standing stunned <laughs> saying and doing nothing like is this actually happening <laughs> Then they've defeated the bad guy. They stop the spider. 
They lowered it down. Did Ke- Salma Hayek and Will Smith get together in Will Wild Wild? No, I think West? it was Kevin Klein and Salma Hayek. Kevin, okay. Yeah, they so get like they, Salma Hayek's not banging the elephant. No, she's not banging the elephant. That's why I wanted to figure out. Make sure about that. Yeah. But then Spider lowers down. <coughs> Manny and Kevin Klein get off of it. The president is like, "Thank you for your work." Kevin Klein and the mammoth turn to each other, shake hands, walk in opposite directions, shake hands and trunk. Kevin, yes, shake hands and trunk. And Kevin Klein's like. I can't acknowledge what's happened. I'm just going to let you go on with your life and I'm going to go off and try and make sure that my I'm not Kevin, Kevin Klein wipes off the blood and bits of <laughs> Kenneth Branagh from his hand that was just still on the truck. The, he's like, the loveless bits. I need to get out of here. I need to leave. And then like, oh, turned out he did have a penis. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why has that elephant got three trunks? <laughs> um, what happens to Will Smith in... The Ice oh, Age. Oh, God, yeah, I forgot about that. I was so engrossed. I'm going to go with my original answer that I gave you with Manny the Elephant. Will Smith is uh, dead. No. <laughs> Here's how it starts. Will Smith materialises. In leathers. In, in, in like full, a black lawman outfit. Yeah. In the Ice Age. With a sloth, a, a saber-toothed saber tiger, and a baby. And I think he slaps the sloth. Because he's the kind of guy who just like. John Leguizamo. He slaps the sloth, then... Oh, look, a dandelion. <laughs> Must be that one of the heathen. Uh, That's my... And then uh, it's like sloth. stunned. Yep. And then he responds... Um, Will, Smith gives it, give, Will Smith gives it a hug. Oh, hell no! <laughs> like, gives him a slap. And then he's like, keep your, your indigenous <laughs> child's name out your um, <laughs> sloth mouth. And then he takes the indigenous child and he walks away with it. And Diego's like... All right, I guess that I, we, we were going to get it to a human. And I was going to try and kill Manny, but that's we're all gonna, done now. We're going to get it to a human, yeah. Is the, Wait, you've, you've put him in when Diego's still evil? <laughs> Evilish, yeah. If you've put him in when Diego's still evil and Manny the Mammoth has now teleported away, Will Smith comes in, slaps Lid the Sloth, picks up the baby. Sid's like, I mean, I guess I'm, I have no more skin in this game. My kills, pack's gone. Kills Will Smith. Diego, the Sabretooth, kills Will Smith, eats the baby. And Will Smith. And probably Sid the Sloth. You've, you've, you have doomed <laughs> the Ice Age gang. What? So far? Because <laughs> he... No, fuck! Because the only thing keeping the Sabretooth Tiger in check is, is, Ma- Manny. is Manny being like, you fuck up, I'll stomp you to death. What we've realised with this trading place is that someone's going to lose. <laughs> like, fuck it. What, what's his name? Um, Truman lost. He ended up in a Supermax <laughs> prison. Truman definitely lost. Nobles in a Hypermax prison. <laughs> Absolutely, and Will Smith just gets mauled by a saber tooth <laughs> after Mate, slapping a sloth. Saber tooth tigers were big. They're not like big. like I know you, if if you don't know this for like good listeners, um, saber tooth tigers are. If you're thinking of a regular tiger now, tigers are big. Mm-hmm. They're like a very large. Oh yeah, saber tooth tigers were like twice as big as that. They were fucking huge back in the day. So yeah, there's your saber tooth fact for this episode. There's your, your saber tooth fact. Um, so you have doomed. You've doomed the Ice Age. We, we keep dooming these characters. Uh, what? We? Yeah, well, yeah, you doomed Truman. I didn't do And him. I doomed Nemo and John Wayne. You've doomed what? three. I've doomed one, you've doomed three. With my trading places idea, I've just created an awful doom machine. I think I can... I think I can... I actually think I can tell you who's doomed in this. Oh, God. Why? This is my robots one. Remember Let's I said see, I was going to oh, do yeah. robots? Let's see if we can achieve one where someone isn't doomed. Uh, I, no, I think I think one's definitely doomed here. My last one, we might be okay. This one, I don't know. I think with mine, they're all doomed. Uh, so I want to switch. Mm-hmm. 
Optimus Prime. Right, okay. Easy. Transformer, yeah. head of the Transformers, leader of the Autobots, uh, voiced by... Well, you not, should, you or, it's not Orson Welles, is it? No. Orson Welles was Unicron. He was Unicron. And Have he, you seen that advert with Orson Welles where he's drinking champagne? Oh, yeah. And they were like, remember to spit it out in between takes. And he was like, absolutely not. I'm Orson Welles. And then just gets blasted <laughs> on wire. Raging alcohol. It's like, let's get a raging alcoholic to do an alcohol advert. This can't go wrong. I love. Have you seen the actual advert cut together, though? Oh, so the outtakes itself. I've only ever seen the outtakes. Right. So the, the, they actually went with it because they paid for it and they wanted to make sure the advert worked. Um, the final, the final advert is is a split second of Orson Welles like, Rah! then 30, 40 seconds of like in a voiceover and a bunch of B roll and people enjoying the wine, and then at the very end another five seconds of Orson Welles being like, this champagne is brilliant, <laughs> and then it's like, get it at your local store. <laughs> they probably they are probably paid him so, so much, much fuck, and all they got was like ten seconds of a unusable con. Well, they had a- they had hours <laughs> of unusable like, another shit. bottle. Uh, uh, right, Optimus Prime from Transformers, and I want to switch him with the robot from Real Steel, Adam. Well, the one that Hugh Jackman and the kid have. Okay. I'm not really familiar on Real Steel. Okay, you ever seen Rocky? Yeah. Imagine if Sylvester Stallone was controlled by Hugh Jackman and a little kid. Okay. And didn't have capacity. Didn't have capacity? So in Real Steel, the robots, uh, they are just like puppets. Yeah. So there's no... They're not like alive. They're just... It's like Rock'em Sock'em robots. But then this one becomes sentient? So this one is basically... No, it doesn't. No. By the end of the film, it's still just a robot. Oh, yeah. So you, I know which one's doomed in this scenario. <laughs> Fucking hell. Shall we, shall we start with the doomed one or the not doomed one? <laughs> Let's just get it out the way. I think, yeah. So, yeah, so Adam, the non-sentient, non-able to think, non-able to do things however, by itself robot shows up however, in Transformers. However, however, it turns up in the Transformers universe. Which Transformers are we... Like, when, where? Well, this was, If we put him on... Energon? What's Cybertron? Cybertron. I thought you knew things about this. Stuff. I do. I just can get the word. If we put him on Cybertron, maybe he gets hit by the the Allspark, becomes alive. Then he's not doomed. I Is mean, it- he's still fucked because he's tiny. Even in the world of real steel, he's tiny, and he has no energy swords yeah, or like- transforming capabilities. But we could give him sentience. No, I like the idea that he gets dropped into, <laughs> let's say, Transformers. You can't drop him in anywhere past Transformers One because he's dead. He, he's dead. And if you if you put him in Transformers One, he's dead. Without settings, he's just oh, scrap. Because it's like so. If you put him in, if you replace him with Optimus Prime, they're like Optimus. What are you gonna? Oh, what just happened? And then he's there, like, and Sheila Buff's like Optimus because all the robot can do is copy. So then the robot would be like. Right, just copying Shia LaBeouf. So you know that scene in the first Transformers where it's Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, and they show up, and all the Autobots roll up, and Optimus Prime is there, and he transforms from the truck to the car, or to the from the truck to the man. Also, not a man. Shut up, Gavin. And he's just like, oh my god! At that moment, in between transformation, Optimus Prime is taken to Real Steel, and the Real Steel one just shows up, and it's just like this doesn't move. There's no. Mute. There's nothing to it. They're not like, sentient. Optimus? <laughs> Optimus, are you okay? Like, that, you've never transformed like this before. And then one of them just kind of taps it and it just like falls over. And they're like, oh, we're fucked. And then Bumblebee does the, like the Kevin McAllister scream because he can't do things. You know what I mean? Because he has to do the whole radio thing. And then, 
Yeah, and then the Decepticons won. <laughs> <laughs> because Game you, over. You Sorry. take Optimus Prime out of that movie, they fucked. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I've, I've doomed the Transformers world. Oh, well. Sorry. Meanwhile. Unless we give him sentience. But... I agree. It kind of is. Or funny what if we way. do this? I think the thing is, even if you, even if we put him on Cybertron and he gets the all spark and it's like, ah, ah, I think that robot is gonna just. It would probably die of fright. I think that robot would <laughs> come to life from the world of humans boxing and would just be like, ah, 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 and, and like have a robot heart attack and die instantly. How about this anyway. idea, I think then. it's fucked because the, the transport machine has to choose like a sentient life thing. Uh-huh. It brings the robot and Hugh Jackman <laughs> into Transformers. <laughs> and then- no, actually, this is better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it does that. We it comes in when Optimus transforms, and then all the Transformers are like, "Well, we've never seen this, but it seems like what's happened is Optimus is sentience has come out of the robot." Into a man. Yes. I guess. He looks like okay. Hugh Jackman. So in that case, all Hugh Jackman's experiences is boxing. Yes. So, yeah. Could could Tiny Adam box? And I think we just put this down to the final question. We, we ignore all the guff. We yeah. skip to the end. Can Hugh Jackman's boxing knowledge beat Megatron in a fight? Is there a range? Like, does he have to be hooked up? He has to be, I think he has to be an eye, like, so he has to be, so if, if like, if you're the robot yeah. and you're looking at me, I have the same say, say Megatron's, say Megatron's where I am, if you're Hugh Jackman way off in the background, as long as Hugh Jackman's on that side, yeah. the robot can copy him because they put him in copy mode. Okay. And oh, that's right, the whole, okay, in yeah. real still, the whole point of it is like, everyone else is using controllers but, but Hugh Jackman's Hugh Jackman because like- there's no uh, delay. There's because no, Hugh Jackman's just watching the fight, so he can like win fights because although he's smaller, he's the better fighter. Hmm. Right. Well, big problem is um, verticality. You yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Because this real steel robot is pretty much locked down to. I'm on the street. Yep. So I think other Decepticons come up. The real steel robot, I think, is maybe the size of two men. Wow, so he's not even... Like, he's not big. Because I was going to... He gets the shit kicked out of him in Real Steel as well. Like, he, like it's... it's Honestly, if you ever... If you never watched it, Real Steel is rocky. The film is rocky. The whole movie is rocky. So he loses at the end. He doesn't win. He loses the, the title championship fight, but he wins the hearts of the nation. Hmm. Right. So even with bringing Hugh Jackman in, um, Real Steel loses... <laughs> The Decepticons win, yeah, and they so. take over Earth using. I think because what absolute like last card. Even if Megatron's like, well, I'm not going to transform because I feel bad for the Optimus Prime. <laughs> I feel, bad for, you, I feel bad for the Optimus Prime robot, and I feel really bad for the Optimus Prime human. <laughs> I'm not going to transform. And then when if Hugh Jackman's getting the upper hand, Megatron's a villain, so he would just be like, "All right, fuck it, I'm transforming." And correct me if I'm wrong, but does Megatron not turn into a tank in the first film? No, the first one he's like a flying. Oh, like a jet. Jet thing, which was like, you've already got Starscream. So yeah. It's, he was I, a gun in the original cartoon. Yeah, he's just a gun. It's in like the movie he turns into a, the first animated movie turns into a tank. I, yeah. So, I mean, whatever it is, Megatron transforms and kills Adam. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's an idea. <laughs> Hugh Jackman is like, why? <laughs> Come on, just take the robot. I just want to get back to my kids. <laughs> and also like Shia LaBeouf and all that are just like, you're irrelevant now. They just get like, 
They're out of the movie. Which is kind of what we all wanted. <laughs> yeah, we've got a new main character. Hugh and Jack. it's just Hugh Jackman from Real it's, Steel. Uh, yeah. So Transformers is fucked. It's done. I, I, we try to work it out. It's not happening. However, Optimus Prime in Real Steel, I think... I think... Wins... Not yeah, sure. He absolutely he just beats. <laughs> he wins the championship. He, one, he wins but, the championship. Go on. I think we might go into the same place, but I think the morality of the situation is going to trouble Optimus. Seeing these metal. Oh, I wasn't going that way. Okay, I was I'll, Star Trek. Okay. You know, I always okay. go this way. He sees what has become of these machines on this planet and how they're being used for like in violence and entertainment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, these robots can be so much more. So he starts a new Autobotsy thing with oh, okay. them. And he's just he like he attaches like ten more arms to himself so he can control the the remote controls for all the other because remember they're not sentient. No, he makes them sentient. He gives he them. Doesn't s- have the all spark. But you'll find it because it's- he'll just go get the all spark. Because <laughs> in the real steel universe, I'm assuming that the all spark also still exists. <laughs> or he finds a new way to break like AI and give them sentience. Yeah, he just he just teams up with us. Uh, what I was going to say, and then him he- and the real steels all just leave the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he comes in. The kid is like. Whoa, Where's my dad? And then Optimus Prime is like, son, I'm dad now. Oh, God. And then he wins the championship fight because he's he doesn't even need Hugh Jack. There's, there's zero delay. He's just oh. like... And then he becomes that kid's dad, robot dad. But here's a better idea. Like the Iron Giant. Let's build off of that. Yes, he becomes kid's dad. I love that. But then he just puts on the real steel goggle stuff and uses another robot to real steel. <laughs> it's like, you're already a robot. Why wouldn't you do it? He's like, that is not fair. It has to be a fair fight. Yeah, because he drives a total stick in the mud. He'd be so a then he just real, st- maybe he still loses in the real steel goggle because he's not a boxer. Uh, no, the reason he loses is because the fucking... Uh, what are they like? The, the top, the people that are funding the fight. Oh, the they juices. like fix it. They, well, no, they're just like... That's not the robot you signed up with, kid. And he's like, You're out. I don't know where that robot is. I was like, Look, that's not the robot you registered. You're out. Come back next season. Come back next season. And in o- that Optimus time. Optimus Prime, in that meantime, then has to get a real job. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a truck driver. He's just, a, just hauling. So he's just a truck. And it's the worst paying job because people are like, I can just buy a truck. And he's like, No, please. I need the money. Like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I've got a son now. I have a son. And he just has to I'm hold. searching for the AllSpark so I can make all the robots come to life and we can leave and the planet. Like, I don't give a fuck what your AllSpark is, mate. These look, are the errors. This is how much we'll give you. Look, Optimus, I can give you Mondays and Tuesdays and I can pay you under the rate because you're, we you're have hauling humans. raw sewage. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to bring your own trailer. <laughs> He's like, but I have all of my really cool Transformer <laughs> weapons in the trailer. I went, did I ask? Yeah. Empty them out. Put the raw sewage in. That's <laughs> just this shot of Optimus Prime taking out plasma weapons and putting them in like a regular shed. <laughs> put them in, and he's got, he has to put money towards a, a like a storage uh, container. <laughs> I have to pay ninety dollars a month to store my plasma he's, weapons. He's like going through his bills and he's like, "How do humans live? <laughs> this is this is hard. it's a vicious cycle." <laughs> So in the Transformers world, <laughs> Hugh Jackman dies in the world ends. In this one, Optimus Prime just has to get a regular job and just hates regular living. Yeah, just, but, just and he has, real- he has to save up uh, money to buy the entry fee for the tournament and he doesn't have enough money to do it. Because he's got to pay for storage and pay for food and tuition. And he's hauling raw sewage. He's having a bad... Although one of them was doomed, Optimus Prime, I thought Optimus Prime was going to do better than he did. It's when I had the idea that he should just use the boxing robot things. That's good. Because he's right. He's a fair fighter. But that's, the one they registered is gone. It's in the other universe. Hey. That was beautiful. You're up. That was beautiful. My next one. So I've doomed two. Doomed two. 
I've had. I think I've had a winner, Robotnik. And this one, I think everyone's doomed. Yeah, so we're going to do Captain Jack from Pirates of the Caribbean. Captain Jack Spatter. Captain Jack Spatter. Uh, and I'm going to swap him with Will Smith's character from Independence Why Day. Why are you swapping Will Smith in everything? It's fun, isn't it? Holy fuck, what have you done? So I've put Captain Jack in Independence and the fighter pilot guy for, uh, into Pirates Where? World. Hmm. I'm going to say... First things first, we shave Captain Jack's head. Why stop shaving people? I just think we should. Those I mean, dreadlocks aren't going to do good in space. If he's a fighter pilot, you know, he has to conform to the to the look. We're shaving Captain Jack. We're shaving Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to find out, what's Will Smith's character's name in Independence Day? Uh, Sar- Stephen Hill. I thought it said Hitler. Stephen Hiller. Stephen Hiller. such a boring name. All right, so, we'll, so are we doing... Will Smith and Pirates first? Yeah. Okay, so he comes I think, in... I actually think this one's doing... I think he's doing okay. Think of Will Smith in Independence Day. No nonsense. Takes no prisoners. When he... The first time he sees an alien, yo, welcome to Earth. And he punches him. So you're thinking... I think any problem Will Smith comes unfazed. up against... Huh? You think unfazed when he enters the I do not world. think he was going to bat an eyelid. I think Captain Hill is going to be like, oh, okay, I'm in the... I'm in the 1800s. It's pirate time. Davy Jones turns up and he's like, "Ah, let's go, Dead Man, Captain, Captain Hiller," and he'd be like, "Boof, Dead Man's Death." Earth. Second one, second pirates movie because there's a lot to have fun with there. He has the Black Pearl, yep. so he's in charge of the ship, and he's got um, Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley. Yep, he's obviously gonna definitely shagging Keira Knightley. L- you got there before the worst <laughs> could leave my mouth. I was like, he's obviously going to hit on Keira Knightley and take her from Orlando Bloom. Definitely. Not take her as in like she's an object, just in terms that they fall in love with each other. 100%. Keira Knightley would be like, because I think Keira Knightley would absolutely respond very well to Hiller's... Because Will Smith's definitely taller than Orlando Bloom. Yeah. And built bigger. And he'd probably just slap Orlando Bloom and say, keep your Keira Knightley name out of my (laughs) um, pirate mouth or something. (laughs) (laughs) Then Davy Jones turns up. Welcome to Earth. He's, punches yeah, he's used Jones to out. punching squid monster looking things. Just punches it the fuck out instantly. I, I genuinely, I he think might this is not the best be thrilled one. with the name of the ship, the Black Pearl. I think, I think the slavery element, but then the slavery in Pirates of the Caribbean is kind of. Uh, I mean, for, the, for lack of a better term, it's kind of whitewashed. Like, but if the, the East India Trading Company is there, then there's slavery going on. Yeah, but they didn't. They really didn't really go into it in the films. But he's going. It, it was a deleted scene. But can you imagine that deleted scene? That is a deleted scene. Is it? That's why Jack and Norrington hate each other in the first film because it's never really explained. They're just like, oh, Captain Jack's power. Because Norrington hired Captain Jack as a pirate to go and retrieve cargo. Um, Captain Jack goes out there, sees that it's people, and is like, hmm. No, fuck this. You're a dickhead, Norrington. Go, comes back, and Norrington's like, all right, well, I'm putting out a fucking warrant for your arrest. So that's why the East Indian Trading Company hates Jack Sparrow, and Jack Sparrow hates the East That's Indian such Indian. an interesting... Why not Great leave that scene. In? Why not leave so it So interesting. It also explains their fucking animosity, rather than just trading company pirate. To be fair, the other animosity could be that he's, Captain Jack Sparrow is just a really fucking annoying person. Yeah. <laughs> Which is now gone. I think Will Smith's character, Captain Hiller then just tries to bring down the East India Trading Company and slavery. Uh, yeah. I think, he's I think he's definitely there. against slavery. 
However, of course I think, he's against it. I think what no, of course he's against it. However, I think the way he'd go about it, I think the way he'd go about it is he'd go like Norrington would turn up and he'd be like, Captain Hiller, come to the prow of the ship. Hiller comes out and he's like, Yo, what do you want, Norrington? And he's like, We're here to parlay. And he'd be like, Boom! Welcome to Earth! I'm taking the ship. And then he just he just punches his way up to the top of the East India Trading Company. And then abolishes slavery. Abolishes slavery. I Captain Hiller's no-nonsense punching fuckers in the face that he doesn't agree with attitude saves the day. He does get shit done. All the shit. Saves the Earth and Independence Day. Saves the Earth. But problem, Captain Jack's there instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, so wait. We He's, said it, it needs to be after the alien punch. Otherwise, everything that happened in Pirates doesn't make sense. Oh, but I wanted him pre-alien punch on Earth. Because then that means he's on the alien ship and all he has to... No, 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 no. That's on Earth. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, after... the alien's chasing him, they crash land. Perfect, because then he goes to the lab with the alien. I think it's just after the punch. After the punch, yeah. Straight after the punch. Right after the punch. I love this. Yes, perfect. Uh, For some reason, I was thinking they were on the mothership. No, 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 no. no. So he just punched the alien and then... you just want him to meet fucking... I know exactly what you want. I know exactly what you've decided. I've just realized. You just want Captain Jack and Brett fucking spying it to Yay, me. Yay, the Earth from Star Trek. Woo. I hate that you got there before me. I shouldn't have said the thing about the lab because then you knew about it. But yes, I wanted Captain Jack Sparrow to meet Dea from Star Trek. Okay. I.e. Brett Spider. He's the character with the long hair, like the He's alien. It's fucking t- weird in Independence. The alien takes more at pace. He's also really paunchy in no Independence. Oh, no, he's okay in the first one. The second one, he's super paunchy. Well, that's because it was so many years later, and obviously, yeah. you know, time and age. But my thinking is J- Captain Jack Spider wakes up. There's a alien. Sp- well, he's just like, where the fuck am I? There's an alien spaceship. There's an yeah. alien. He doesn't know what any of this is. Well, you probably think the alien is a Davy Jones. True, you might think it's a He'd David probably look at it and be like, uh, and, he'd and then be like, his, oh, I guess I defeated David Jones. I'm in the desert, so he just wanders off into the desert. So what? What would Captain Jack think? He'd probably, he'd probably. So what we know of Captain Jack, he would probably think that he has beaten David Jones, but because he's in the desert, he'd probably think that he was in limbo. Because mm-hmm. you know, when there, he's but pulling that's the, the ship. movie, though, you know. But they must pirates must know about limbo. Maybe, but he didn't seem to know about it when he was there. Well, when you're in limbo, you don't know you're in limbo. I thought you said when you're in England, you don't know you're in England. Well, like, if, you're, if you're in purgatory, you don't know you're in purgatory. Because I feel like if you were in purgatory and you knew, you could probably just wait it out. So he maybe thinks he's been killed and is in purgatory. F- f- during the fight with Davy Jones, he was like, I guess we killed each other to death. Uh, I guess I'll just go chill out in the desert. And he just kind of wanders the desert. and Because there's no sea around. So <laughs> Nancy, Nancy, and all the boats are now like it, like jet, like like fighter ships. And then when some <laughs> fight, fighter ship, well, like like think of a fucking imperial warship now. Yeah, they're not pirate ships. They're talk- just grey. What are you talking about? An imp- it's not Star Wars. A, a navy vessel. A navy imp- vessel. Thank you. An I couldn't imperial think of the, warship. I couldn't think of the words. Um, I think what happens is he wanders around the desert. He is found by someone. Let's say the military or whatnot. They just think he's a crazed man who's he's, got... He's even crazier because he has heat stroke. Heat stroke. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, are you okay? Like, you're clearly crazed. They take him back to the base the lab with to get spider. medical attention. Of course. And then... Has he taken the alien then? Does Brett Spiner he's, he's, get an he's alien? He's no reason to. Yeah. So Brett Spiner doesn't get an alien. He so, just gets a... 
a heat-stroked pirate from the 1800s. <laughs> he's like, what am I supposed to do with this? They're like, give him medical attention. He's clearly unwell. I was like, this is Area 51. We, we've we got an alien problem to deal with. But here's the problem is if they don't get the alien, they don't get any information. Yeah. So then... It's a doomed Earth. But they're doomed either way because there's no one to fly the That's ship. That's true. They're doomed either way because... Will Smith flies the ship. Jeff Goldblum... I like the idea. Jeff Goldblum would would Jeff Goldblum come down and be like, "Is this the uh, is this the pilot that's going to be um you know uh, helping me uh, fly the ship?" And they'd be like, "It was meant to be." Oh no, fuck! Would Captain Jack would take a a, a good try because he's the captain of a ship? But he, he would, like, but yeah, he, you did a someone to pilot a ship. That's me. I can pilot a ship. But I'm going to need a crew. <laughs> cut. Hard cut to Jeff Goldblum, Captain Jack, Brett Spiner, oh. Jeff Goldblum's dad. Oh. Uh, who else? Who oh. else is Captain Jack just crammed the, into this two-man oh, ship? Oh, he's already dead, but the guy who's this, like, uh, Jeff Goldblum's friend who's in the car and he gets blown up. And he's... <laughs> Everyone. Really the dog. Was, he's like... He's like this dog. He's like, Stephen, this Captain Hiller had a, a pet... Yeah, I had a dog. I need it. President Bill Pullman. Doing President the, Bill Pullman. Doing the speech. So this like, is our independence day. There's like eight of them crammed into this ship. It flies up. Like, all over the joint. It's it's going to end badly, but I think they get up there. They maybe get the virus in, but then they definitely fuck it on the way back. They all die on the way back. Absolutely. But then but, do they save the Earth, at least? They save the Earth. The virus goes live. They save no, the no, Earth. No, no, no. I, like, I prefer the idea that like they get in the ship and they're like, okay, are we all ready? Like, Data's there to... Or sorry, uh, Brent Spiner's character's there to be like... Like, this is how you pilot. And Jeff Goldblum's like, this is the signals. And the president's in the background. But, like, he's almost Giving like... Giving his speech. Just on like, repeat. Kind of like Patrick Stewart was Captain Picard. <laughs> just kind of like... Be like, we can do this. We are morally right to do this. And the dog's just like, woof. Woof. That's Worf, obviously. Of course. <laughs> I actually hate how I've managed to give you an enterprise. I have an enterprise at Independence Day. <laughs> I'm dead as they are. And so is Worf. <laughs> <laughs> and then Captain Jack Sparrow is just like, make it so. Ship flies up, nothing happens, and it crashes back down and explodes, and they all just oh, die. instantly, so they don't get the virus. And right. they all just explode. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> uh, all, all the other scientists are away, and they're like, his maiden voyage, Godspeed, Captain Jack. <laughs> Fuck. Then a, laser, <laughs> then a laser comes down, blows up the whole lab. And then the aliens win. Game over. Okay, so Hiller's won. Hiller did good. Will Smith in... He did really good. Really? He abolished slavery and took over the East <laughs> India Trading Company. He changed history for the better. He also would change his catchphrase. I think I've just decided he would change his catchphrase quite quickly. The first couple would be Welcome to Earths. He would then change it to Welcome to the Sea. Well, yes. He'd be like, boom, Welcome to the Sea. That's from the Black Pearl. Uh, right, my final one. God. I'm quite happy. I think this one's going to go well on two fronts. Yeah. I think. So, I would like to switch Kevin McAllister, mm-hmm. young, entrepreneurial. I don't know how you started with young. Well, he's young. He's a young child. Young, entrepreneurial, um, savvy, mm-hmm. can get out of a fix. Yeah. He's clever. I dread to think where you're putting him. I'm switching him with E.T. <laughs> If the, the audience can't see, obviously, what happened there, but the level of confusion <laughs> that wiped over my face. That's a good swap. Why? Well, because Kevin McAllister will manage to escape 
from the government agents. Ah, uh, E.T.'s probably going to die. <laughs> okay, is one is okay. We've done it again. I thought now that I'm thinking about it. Now that I'm thinking about it, ET might not. Here's do what happens. Well. Oh no! Wait, ET has powers. No, does he have powers? Can, what he powers? Can, he can make M and M's float. Here's telekinesis, and he can dress up. He can. He's got, That's he, not a graded disguises. That's not a power. Graded disguises. So and Kev, he can float. So and he has healing. So we're doing ET and Home Alone first, or Kevin McAllister and ET. I think Kevin McAllister and ET's a win. So let's do ET first. All right, so E.T. materializes in the McAllister house. Just after he's been left... By the parents. By the parents, I guess. And so then two men are going to break in. Yep. See what they are going to assume is this family's weird, deformed child that they've <laughs> left behind. And be like, we can probably make some money out of this. They're going to pick, They're not going to think that. They're going to steal the, the shit from the house, take the E.T.-looking weird kid, and be like... Let's sell them to like a circus no, or something. No, 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 no. I, they are not going to sell a child. They're they're robbers. They're not fucking child traffickers. But, they, but for them, they would they would get to the house and obviously the begin where uh, Kevin sees them first and sets up like the oh my family's still here. That's not happening because ET no ET doesn't. He's just wandering about like pizza, M and M's, Reese's pieces, nice big house, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a great time. Uh, I forget that E.T.'s so ineffectual. He's useless. He He's having a great... He's just wondering, about, oh, this is nice. No one's trying to like... Pizza. No, so I think they, they would come up to the window and be like, right, cool. So the family are away. Let's fucking break in here. Let's get out. They'd crack the door open. They'd see E.T. And they'd be like, the family left their little cancer boy here. Oh, okay. oh my God. And because the spirit... One, the spirit of Christmas. Uh-huh. Two, E.T.'s there. Uh, I think the wet bandits, they're not going to have a change of heart. They're fleecing the house, right? They are going to steal. Oh, yeah, they're still, yeah. They're stealing everything. However, the I think- The cancer boy is not going to stop them. <laughs> it's nothing E.T.'s going to- Because E.T. doesn't even know. E.T.'s just like, yeah, E.T. E. grabs a swag bag and just starts <laughs> scooping shit into it. He's like, friends. <laughs> Me cancer boy. <laughs> you think this is a fun new nickname? <laughs> and then um, I think- Oh, now that I'm thinking about it, I think as long as they keep him f- like fed on pizza, Reese's Pieces, and M&M's... Yeah, if they don't scare him or attack him... They've probably got a little friend. And the next time they go to a house... Yes, I know where you're going to go with this. Next, and the next kid sets up a blowtorch to burn off uh, Joe Pesci's head. E.T. will be like, <gasps> E.T., phone home. And he'd touch his head and it would heal him. Because he heals that kid, right? Oh, we went, has... Okay, we went a different way then. Oh, where did you go? The way I was going to go is they were going to use his telekinesis powers and for that. robbery. Oh, absolutely. E.T.'s going with the wet bandits and becoming... He's turning to a life of crime. He's going to... Be- <laughs> he's going to turn to a life of crime, but also a child healer. Wet, yeah, and a child. And wet bandits... Oh, fuck, you're right! No, shit! The next house they go to that has another kid that's been left home alone, then Joe Pesci and Murph... Whichever uh, other guy, whoever the actor is that plays Murph, I can look that up if you want. <laughs> whoever that is, um, the moment they get like attacked and they get jacks in their eyes and tarantula bites and blowtorched heads and paint I cans to the get balls, jacked in their eyes. I'm like, what was no, that? like those little metal jacks. All that shit. Yeah. The moment that happens and ET heals them, the wet bandit's going to be like, holy shit! Let's put this little cancer boy in a fucking pope outfit. <laughs> We'll start touring America. Yes. They're yes. going to go evangelical with it. But 
actually healing folk. It's like, come into this weird tent, no no flash photography. No flash no photography, nothing. no flash photography, no press. You can come he's, and see he, our little uh, little angel. He's like a like someone with leprosy, you know? Like, don't touch him. Or give don't it, touch him. Give it the leprosy. He'll heal you. How how far do E.T.'s healing powers go? I mean... Can he can he cure a spine break? But I think with when we knew E.T., he was in the beginning stages of what he knew. So he's only going to be The older able, he gets, the better he the, gets. His powers shall grow. I like to fast forward like 20 years. Harry and Murph are like, E.T., you've done it. We're, we're millionaires. And then it cuts to E.T., who's fat as fuck. Just, he's, got, like, a little, he's got like a little pencil mustache. And he's just like, boys... What are we gonna do for Christmas this year? <laughs> like, like he's just like he's he's picked up the dialect. He's got a full accent, and he's from Boston or something. Yeah, he's from Boston. What um, if what if it's more like remember those? Um, but he's totally in on the scam. He knows exactly what he's the, doing. Or it could be like those two entertainers um, that had the white tiger, Siegfried and Roy. Maybe it's like Siegfried and Roy. Et and turns on them. Et turns on him and kills them. He's like, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> like. Oh, what, when he's like 20? Yeah, he's like, I don't need Jews anymore. I've got this racket down. Like, I'm teaching you the new rackets. You're too old for this. It's Boom, true. bumps he them might. off. He might pop it off. And with his powers, he just, their heads blows them up. <laughs> like something out of him. It's like something out of the boys. Like, you know, when that person could just like make their head pop. That lady. E.T.'s done good. I thought E.T. was fucked. When I, the moment I said it, I was like, no, maybe E.T.'s fucked here. But I, actually, I think E.T.'s had a we win. We changed the movie from E.T. go home to E.T. make that dollar bill. <laughs> E.T. make that dollar bill by preying on the uh, unfortunate souls of a white, of white trash America. <laughs> you go, E.T. Uh, they had it coming. Have you ever been to Universal Studios? No. There's a E.T. ride. I think, is it that or is it Disneyland? I can't remember. I mean, if it's um, Spielberg and E.T., then it would be Disney. I think it was Disney. Anyway, you go, and the ride is super basic. You go on a bike, like the 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 like the carriage you're in, you mm. know, like a roller coaster. So you go on, and it's like at the shape of a. No, bike. it'll be Universal because no, I, I think it's Disney because it's the same. They had an Alien ride, they had an ET ride, they had an Indiana Jones ride. Well, I guess like these then places didn't have Universal opened, but um... like I think the license for these rides exists within Disney World. Anyway, you're in the shape of a bike, and you go through the whole film. So you just see all the set pieces, but in like animatronics, super basic, super shit. But then, and this is what's great about the ride, when E.T. gets picked up by his alien parents, you go with them and you go to the alien home planet and you go to this bit where you're like on the alien E.T. home planet and there's little E.T.'s getting blasted out of volcanoes and they're like all poking each other and they're all like waving at you and there's big E.T.'s and little E.T.'s. And then at the beginning of the ride, you have to type in your name on this machine Gav, I'm, I'm about to say might blow your mind, right? Okay. You get to the end. Get a finger up the ass. And E.T.'s there waving, uncle. and he goes, Goodbye, Gary. <laughs> Goodbye, Hannah. Goodbye. And if your name's not programmed in, he goes, Goodbye, <laughs> friend. <laughs> when did you go to the E.T.? Oh, years ago. But I fucking love that ride. It's great. I'm assuming you can't do the whole thing like goodbye, penis. No, it has like, to be. It has to be right. So if you, if you can't, if Et the robot voice can't say your name, he says friend. Goodbye, boobs. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> <If we know. laughs> Could you imagine? You you were in there with your little kid. You're like, how good is Et the ride? Goodbye. Penis Slayer 24. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> boobies. I, 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 we're not the first thinking about it, but someone's been like. 
throbbing cock. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, throbber. (laughs) Goodbye, slobbery nobbery. (laughs) (laughs) And then (laughs) and then Kevin McAllister in ET. I forgot about Kevin. I was so in the ET world in the fucking Kevin McAllister showed up in ET world in like their cupboard. And it's like, who the fuck are you? Do you want to hang out and play? <laughs> and he's like, sure. I suppose, yeah, actually, I suppose none, none of none of ET. Happens. They adopt Kevin McAllister because he doesn't have a family. And he's. A I reg- guess. I guess if you put Kevin McAllister in ET, I was like, oh, he's going to fight off the government. But none he of has that no reason to. The government would be like, is there an alien in that house? And then their spy. I can't remember how they find out, but whoever it is would just be like, no, it's just a little blonde kid. Oh. All right, well, let's go Area 51. I heard uh, there's a pirate going to fly a spaceship, apparently. <laughs> With the c- crew of the Enterprise, maybe? Let's, I don't let's know. fucking head up there. And then he, like, and Kevin McAllister just like adopted by them, and then he just have like, another brother. Drew Barrymore would be like, what up, penis breath? Or the, they're like, is there an alien in there? They're like, no, it's just a little blonde boy. And like, but it could be disguising itself as a little blonde boy. Okay. They then kidnap Kevin McAllister. He's unregistered. Because they can't an, find him he's anywhere. A, he's an illegal alien. They do little experiments on him. Transdimensional. And then they turn him into like their most elite um, fighting soldier because they can. They can do all the experiments they want on him. And Kevin McAllister becomes like... A like te- the Master Chief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes Master Chief from Halo. And what do they do to Master Chief? He shaved his head. Shaved his head! Uh, we shaving him. Are you ready for my last one? Yeah, I think that was two wins. E.T. does well. I mean, I don't... I guess Kevin McAllister becoming, like, a super soldier. gets a family that wouldn't forget him on a fucking Christmas holiday or becomes a super soldier. That's a double win. E.T. just becomes, like, a gangster. E.T. wins. E.T. has a great time. What... If E.T.'s... If E.T. only cares about Reese's Pizzas and pizza, Hmm. now that he's raking in that... that... that healing money, what do you think he's spending it on? Reese's Pizzas and pizza. He doesn't give a fuck about anything else. I thought it was M&M's, but it's Reese's Pieces, isn't it? Reese's Pieces. I've said M&M's this entire time. I look foolish. My last one is Jack. I swear if you've picked another Will Smith. From Titanic. Okay. And. I swear if it's another Will Smith. (laughs) It is, isn't it? No. It's better than that. It's James Tiberius Kirk from Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. (laughs) So... James, I actually see where you... This one I actually think is okay. So James Tiberius Kirk is going to the Titanic. That's Will Shatner, right? Yes. Okay. And Jack, who is obviously Leonardo DiCaprio, little Irish boy who can um, draw. Little Irish boy who can draw and dance. It's, and who has a... Let's not forget. He has a pension for living. <laughs> okay. He does. That's his, he is that's going to Star Trek story. II, The Wrath of Khan. Okay. Enterprise is fucked. My, here's my initial... Here's my initial thoughts. Enterprise is fucked. What experiences does a little Irish boy that can draw have on the bridge of a fucking Enterprise ship? Granted, though, he has a pension for life. That's not getting him that far. When you put it as a little Irish boy who likes to dance on the bridge of the Enterprise. I think what's going to happen, we're going to do it just as Can shows up with the ship. So Kirk is there. He's He's like, what's going on? Why are they not sending back their code? Yep. Can shows up. He's just like, James, oh, it's Can. Boom. Can. Doesn't do that bit yet. Oh, okay. He gets taken off to the Titanic. Little Irish boy who loves to dance and has a pension for life materializes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> on the bridge of the enterprise just as Khan is like I am here to seek question yes. when are we taking we, I know we haven't done this for us but I need to know when we're taking Jack from the, the Titanic uh, just before he's about to draw the Diddy, the Diddy picture okay so, so I'm going to put this one out here now I don't know when it happens you're going to have to keep me right yeah Jack's not shouting Khan mm. he's shouting Rose he just wants to get back to Rose I don't know if we can get to that bit though <laughs> <laughs> because of what's happening here which is Khan shows up and he's just kind of like I'm going to fuck you up and kill you because yep. you yep. marooned me uh, on a planet um, and Kirk is when Kirk's there Kirk does like oh we can send the code we can lower their shields we can shoot we can do this and we can disable them and then we can get away and I, this is this actually brings into a question that I've always had about Star Trek in granted the captain's the one that gives the final order yeah but how much work does the rest of the crew do and if you did remove the captain let's just say let's just say during this fight if Khan, if, if kirk hadn't been teleported away but he just had severe diarrhea and had to leave the bridge mm. could the rest of them be like all right well we can just do this um well yeah because it's the 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 structure it's kind of like a, a naval structure mm-hmm. is the next in command takes over and then is that a hurrah that, so that'd be spock well spock is he not i thought he was missing no, it's at the end of this one. He, in, at the end of two, he dies. Cool. So it, Spock's here. The whole crew's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep, Spock yep. would just... I feel like Spock would be a good guy, though. He'd be like, ah, Captain Jack Bennett? What the fuck's Jack's name in Titanic? I just knew Jack. Jack Quaid? It's not Jack Quaid. That's Total Recall, isn't it? No, that's um, Dennis Quaid's son, Jack Quaid. I'm pretty sure the guy in Total Recall's name is Quaid as well. I think it's Quaid something. Quaid, start the reactor. Uh, Jack Dawson. Jack Dawson. They'll be like, hmm, Captain Dawson, can I... uh, Now I wish I'd taken Billy Zane from Titanic and put him in Star Trek. Absolutely (laughs) fucked. Because, right. He doesn't have a pension for life. I'm going to do both of these. First thing, Spock would be going to be like, Captain Dawson, I think it would be a, uh, a good idea to send the code off to the other ship. And Dawson and Jack would be like, oh, I don't really know. So yeah, I guess do what he says. You know what I mean? He'd just be like, okay. If you had taken Billy Zane, Billy Zane's a smug dickhead prick in the Titanic. Yeah, he's like, they're going to get the fuck out of it. So he'd be like, what did you say to me? He'd be like, I think we should send the guy. Get him out. You're out. Go. I'm captain of the ship now. I'm the captain now. You. Come here. Uhura. Come here. Oh, God, no. But he's a dickhead. He totally be like. Here's the issue is that. We're not doing Billy Zane. Here's the issue is it's Kirk's um, ingenuity, his charm. And his experience as a captain. We have charm. We have ingenuity. We do not have experience. What as a ingenuity does Jack Dawson have? He gets handcuffed to a pole, and Rose has to come save him. Yeah, if she bangs, never came, he would have just drowned. He bangs Rose. That's not ingenuity. That's just being a player. Is he not a stowaway on that ship? No, he still he plays the the poker game and gets the guy's ticket. But he like tr- cheats during the poker game. It's pretty ingenious, wouldn't you say? No, that's just being a cheat. Ingenuity, man. Anyway, Kirk. At the beginning Kirk of the at the beginning of the Chris Pine Star Trek Chris, movie, Brian, Chris listen. Pine. At the beginning of the Chris Pine, Star, I don't know enough about the other ones. The only one I've seen is this. I at the beginning that. of the Chris Pine Star Trek movie, oh. he cheats during the Kobe Meshigamuri maneuver. He cheats, which is from Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. Which he cheats. He does cheat, yeah. And he's lauded for his ingenuity because it's, it's a no-win scenario, and yep. he he changes it so he can win. And Jack is ingenious because he cheats. Well, I guess you don't see Kirk do the Kobayashi Maru. Someone else does the Kobayashi Maru, and then it's just him telling the story of how he 
one the Kobayashi Maru, which you'll learn later on. So, Kirk uses this stuff to trick Khan. He's like, oh, if you do this, we can do this. And then next minute, the, the ship's shields <laughs> stop doing what you're doing to it. There's things happening off mic that no one will ever know about. He makes, I'll tell you. He causes Khan to... Bird. He causes Khan to lower his shields, yeah. tricks him, shoots him, disables him, gets away. Okay. This is Kirk's idea. You take Kirk out of the equation. Spock's not thinking of this. Spock yeah. is not a tactician like Kirk is. Spock's more logical. He's going to try and talk. Khan doesn't want to talk. Khan wants revenge and death and murder. So I go back to my initial... Enterprise is fucked. Enterprise gets destroyed by Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as if we're going by death tolls... Oh no, we blow up the Earth. Did we blow up the Earth? There's, the crew of the Enterprise is like 700 people, I think. Is that it? Yeah. I thought it was way more than that. I, thought it was like- I mean, Enterprise D, obviously, there's more. But I think there's like 700 on... Oh, okay. That's not too bad. It's still, still 700 pretty, people. It's a big death toll. I guess 699... No, because Jack replaces... But he's not on the crew manifest. So 699 people <laughs> take the day. I oh, God, I'm such a loser sometimes. <laughs> Um, so then Khan has he also will have the Genesis machine and he can go create his utopia of um, of um, eugenics yep. born people and take over the galaxy and um, kill anyone in his way oh, alright so you've really screwed the pooch that's not just like an earth fuck that's a galaxy fuck but James T. Kirk and the Titanic what have we just discussed the Kobayashi Maru I know when scenario what is Kirk going to do He's going to win the scenario. He can't first, win. He, no, he first, can't he's win. he's going to bone he, Kate Winslet. He, <laughs> he can't. One, Kate Winslet's not banging. Oh, no. William Shatner wasn't all fat and doughy back then. He, no, he was, was on, he? He, was on, he was a bit doughy. <laughs> he was on the way. Yeah, Star Trek 2. He was a bit doughy. Okay. I don't know if Kate Winslet's banging him. But he's got that Kirk charm, you know? He's also got that Kirk midriff. He can't really draw, though, either. He can't draw. See, like, he's like, oh, I'm drawing. And she's like, no, you're fucking not. It's like, oh, let me have a punt at He'd be like, he'd be like, what about if I put all this down and come over there? And he'd grab the back of her head and try, like, do that Captain yeah. Kirk, like, force kiss thing that they yeah. do. And I do think Rose would be like, but gut punch. Get the fuck off me, you old, sweaty, gross man. <laughs> suede is such a perfect descriptor. <laughs> he does look like he's made of suede. But... In this scenario, I that means sweaty, but it's okay. What did you say? Sweaty. Oh, I thought you said suede. You old suede Batman. <laughs> it looks like he's made of suede. Uh, so I don't think he's. Ba- I don't know. I do not think he's banging Rose. So we split. Jack- and my second point was, he can't unsink the Titanic. He wins. No win scenarios. <laughs> it's what Kirk does now. Technically, in the Kobayashi Maru, he does just alter the program so he can win. Wait, so he did that... That's what he did in the original show. Yeah. He alters the program. And the so film he, just shows you that. And then so in the in the Abrams one, they're like, let's show let's him show doing that. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's quite cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. In that in that case... So I think with Titanic, he's going to like... would probably... Probably go up to the captain station. But is he going to change history? Is he going to be like... I think he might. Now that you've said that, I'm like, okay. I, I thought that was a... Chris Pine thing, but if that's it's a James T. Kirk, thing. James T. Kirk, let's cool. get introduced in the Wrath of Khan. If that's what he does in the Wrath of Khan, I think he would go up because they're from the future, right? Star mm-hmm. Trek, so he would have knowledge no, no. of the Titanic. Nineteen twelve, he would know about it. Yeah, so he'd be like, 
cool. So this isn't happening, Rose? Rose would be like, absolutely fucking not. Like, pulling on her, her blouse again. She'd be like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? She'd Where's be like, Jack? Because he has such like, a pension Jack? for life. He'd be like, well, I think I've teleported here. Uh, he's, he's on my ship, I he's think. Dead. Um, Definitely dead. Can't probably, showed up. Probably not good. She'd be like, right, well, if Jack's off the table, I guess I'll go back to Cal Hockley. Or she'll just go back to like, oh, I hate my life. But she's rich, so... Anyway, um, <laughs> Captain Kirk would be like, cool. Sorry, I should have asked this. Is this the Titanic, by the way? Rose would be like, yeah, it's 1912. It's the Titanic. Stop being a fucking- This could also absolutely be a Star Trek episode, by the way. Please. I've literally just done my own Star please Trek Please get a vote. Captain Kirk would be like, cool. What date is it? She'd be like, it's April. Whatever, yeah. Whatever. And he'd be like, oh. We've got exactly 72 hours to change history. Runs up. It's an episode of Star Trek. Runs up to the top of the, the, the bow of the Titanic, the captain's bit. I don't know, fights the captain, maybe? Fights the Probably. <laughs> like he's the Gorn and just walks up and just starts beating the fuck <laughs> over. <laughs> then everyone's like, what, what are you doing? What the fuck is happening here? He gets thrown in the brig. <laughs> Titanic sinks. Titanic sinks. <laughs> Does Rose survive, though? Because uh, it's with the help of Jack that she survives. Rose, no, Rose is dead as well. Which means, that, which means in the future, the film crew finds the heart of the uh, ocean in the wreck of the Titanic, and they don't have to sit through Rose's boring, long story. <laughs> Bill Baxter's like, oh, thank fuck. Bill Baxter's like, well, that was surprisingly easy. James Cameron's like, this is a much quicker film to make. <laughs> the weird part where the guy from the future showed up... <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, he's just in another Terminator thing. Oh, it's Kyle Reese. I do like, I do like that in the history books as well. We are at school because it's one of those weird things that we all learn about, and I don't know why. But the Titanic's like a big piece of like UK like history yeah. lesson. But I do like that we're all sitting there, and you're like, oh, we're doing fucking history, the Titanic next year. You're like, yeah, it's really boring. Except there's this sick bit in the middle <laughs> where this maniac from the claimed that he was from the future. Ran up to the captain's ship, tried to take over, had this double-edged sword, was doing his own theme tune before they, like, overcome him, put him in the brig. But for, like, a brief 20 minutes, the fucking sickest thing happened. And then That's now British history. Had an iceberg and sank. And American history. And also, when, when they find him, like, he's got... He's finding... finding He's wearing things and has metal on him that's, you know, yeah, alien. It's alien. So it creates a conspiracy theory. That's great. I like that. It's a Doom Doom one, but or, I like it a lot. because it's Kirk, he finagles something in a bullshit way. Uh, he doesn't have the help of Spock and McCoy, but he's able to save the Titanic and the Titanic. I think I think if he doesn't save the Titanic on the captain ship, gets put in the brig, I do think Kirk, without Spock and McCoy, and who, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, a little bit of his moral, a little bit of his conscience, like I, think, I think Kirk would then be like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to get out of this brig and I'm gone. He I'm, leaves, I'm taking a lifeboat. And leaves the Titanic. I'm out. Like, I know what's about to happen. If I can't fucking save it, oh, I'm know. saving myself at the very fucking I feel like Kirk would fight to save the Titanic. Would he? Mm. Would he get out the brig and fight again to save the Titanic? Oh, yeah. you will fight everyone. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, just running through the Titanic going, just punching anyone he sees. He's rebrigged, escapes, rebrigged, Double-handed, like, rebrigged, escapes, rebrigged, and that one, that seventh rebrigging, he just he's in there and he's like, now all I need to do is take this hairpin out of my pocket, uh, unlock it, as the bulkhead rips in two, and he's like, he's well, getting- it's time for Captain Kirk. I, I love the idea that when he gets to the fifth, sixth, seventh time, as we both said, 
bit of podge on him. So he's just like windy. Just like, oh, Jesus Christ. This is so much easier in the future when I could just like double fist punch someone and then fall over. Uh, my face is sore from laughing, Gav. I got so much Star Trek into this. I got two Star Trek episodes you out of this. You did two Star Trek episodes. And one of them you gave to me. Oh, that was good. That was good. Oh, my face is sore. We need to wrap up. This has been the Meandering Movie Podcast. Oh, man. We, I, let's, we should trade places. Me and you. Uh, your, your wife doesn't want that. My girlfriend doesn't want that. Mics. Oh, wait, yeah, let's do that. Okay, wait, wait. Now I gotta. So now I've gotta be like a douchey. <laughs> Honestly, Gary, start. Why does it reek of farts over here? <laughs> Ugh. Have you just been farting in this corner? Yeah. Gav, that's rants. Wrap up. I'm getting out of here. Uh, this has been the Meandering Movie Podcast. If you have any trading places ideas, you should let us know about them. In the description, there are tweets, there are Instagrams, there are Facebooks. Please click on those things and do things with it. Thank you. Um, I have been... Uh, I forgot my name. You're the pension for life. I've been the pension for life and I've loved dancing. Jack uh, Dawson. I'm Gary. Music is life. Bye. Love you, Norway. Danke des Allen. It's meandering movies, it's meandering movies, it's meandering movies.